Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff. Today, I want to talk about the North-South. Yesterday, I released the North-South Attacking System, my first Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu product. One more time, I got to give a huge shout out to Brandon and Keelan. The work they put into this product and the way the product turned out, I couldn't be happier. I love and appreciate both of you just so much. I know a bunch of you guys have already bought this product. And I'm telling you, you are going to love it. It's going to level your game up, guaranteed. Now, I know some of you are on the fence. You're on the fence of whether you should buy it or not. And I'm telling you, it's over two hours of a north-south attacking system. So not just the north-south. If you're interested in passing like the twister pass, if you're interested in Kimura attacks, using the Kimura to take the back, straight arm locks off the Kimura, back takes, Back takes against opponents that aren't really moving, that are playing super defensive. Honestly, there's about 40 minutes of back takes on there, back take details on there that's probably my favorite part of the instructional. Now, the north-south, like having a good north-south choke is the fundamental number one thing I want everyone to get from this instructional. But again, the attacks that are off of it are just as good. I mean, I've been killing with the ninja choke recently. Man, I rolled, Keelan was filming me roll the other day, and man, I hit probably six or seven ninja chokes, and it's become one of my favorite attacks. It's super sneaky, and the ninja choke details I give you on this instructional will turn yours from a neck crank to a pure choke, guaranteed. So this is my call to action for all you guys that are huge Grappling Discourse podcast fans that have asked about how you can support the podcast. This is it. Buy this DVD. It'll help me. And it will also help you. So buy this online instructional. I promise it will level your game up. Now remember, there are two prices. So it is $59 today. And that $9.99 link will be released probably in around two months. Maybe even a little bit longer. It's going to be an extended time at this $59. I want the people that paid $59 to get a head start. And I want them to kind of reap the benefits of this instructional before I release it at a price that look everybody can afford. So if you can afford it and you're one to support the podcast, help me out by this instructional. If you're looking for a link to purchase this instructional, you can check out my Facebook. If you're a member of brandonmc.ninja, it's on his website. It's also in his group, but send me a personal message. If you're looking for the link, I'll send it to you and I'll tell you how awesome, uh, awesome of a person you are uh, after you buy it. But let's get into today. So I really want to talk about the north-south position and honestly what I'm looking for when I'm watching somebody play the north-south position. And if you go through this DVD, these are the things that I really want you to get from this instructional. I want you to get these attacks or these ideas from this instructional. And it'll also give you kind of a checklist to kind of think about when you're trying to improve your north-south position and your north-south attacks. Like these are the things I'm looking for and you can kind of see if you're doing them already or if you need to improve upon them. So the first thing is obviously pinning. Your ability to pin from north-south, I think the north-south position is one of the best spots to pin your opponent. And so the big thing I'm always looking for is how well 
First, can you pin the shoulders, but more importantly, the hips. I think a lot of people can do pretty well at pinning both shoulders to the mat from that north-south position, but some people really struggle with that inversion, especially with the guys that are really good at inverting and getting their guard back. I personally have a really good inversion right there, an inversion escape. In 10th Planet, we call it the B. Smith. It's, you know, again, you invert backwards and you put the feet in the hips and you do kind of a half gramby and you can even take the back or get an arm lock or shoulder lock off of this escape. And so that's the thing I'm always really looking for is like first, yeah, I expect you to be able to pin the shoulders, but I want to see that you can stop these guys that are really good at inverting, that are good at, you know, escapes that, you know, require some flexibility. I want to see that you can pin their hips to the ground as well as their shoulders. Now that's number one. And so if you're struggling with that, I want you to think about, especially with the inversion, is your head positioning. Now, anytime an opponent starts to try and invert and get their guard back when I'm playing north-south, the first thing I do, okay, the priority is putting my head above their belly, or I guess I should say below their belly button. So I don't want my forehead in the middle of their chest. I want to position my forehead below their belly button and I want to drive. So my toes are going to be connected to the mat and I want to drive my head into the far hip. So whatever hip, I'm, or excuse me, whatever shoulder my chest is covering, I want my head to cover the other hip. So I want to get that diagonal connection. I've heard Gordon Ryan talk about this um, in his back-taking DVD. I think it's the Attacking the Turtle DVD. He was talking about that principle, how he's always looking for cross-body control. And I think about the same thing when I'm pinning from north-south, is I want that cross-diagonal body control, that cross-body control. So I want a shoulder, and I want to be able to cover the far hip. Now, once you do that, it's pretty much impossible for your opponent to, I mean, there's no way they're inverting and getting out. And it's going to be very, very difficult for them to do anything. To, uh, and you'll have a lot more time to work your attacks compared to, you know, if you're always staying in that high north-south position with your head and the chest looking for the north-south choke, you're going to find that it's very difficult to control the position uh, against certain opponents. So after you get good at pinning and you can control the position, the next thing I'm looking for from a student is, do you have a north-south choke? Do you have one? I want to see from that position that you can do the best submission from that spot. And the north-south choke has, it was funny, like on Brandon's, um, Brandon asked the other day in his group, he asked, uh, you know, he asked everybody, he said, what is the most difficult choke to learn? And it was an overwhelming answer, the north-south choke. And that's been really something that I've noticed over the years when you ask people, even black belts, brown and black belts, hey, what choke do you just not quite have the hang of yet? Or which one has always given you the most trouble? The north-south choke seems to be the answer. And so I'm looking for, can you perform the north-south choke? And especially, can you do it against bigger opponents? Because just like the mount, right? If you mount somebody, and especially a bigger guy, you always have to be cautious of the bridge and roll. The bridge and roll is super common. You know, you get there, the guy gets your elbow trapped, and just the pure power, if you don't have good control of the position, look, you're going to get flipped over, and now you're in the bottom of guard. Same thing's true when you're going for that north-south choke. As you start to go off, and you start to look for the choke, 
it's so easy for guys to get bridged off, especially when they're going against a bigger opponent. And so I want to see that you can do that transition, especially that transition, and you can turn the face. So those are the two big cues for me when I'm watching guys do it is, are you getting bridged off? And is the guy hiding his chin by getting to his side? Those are the two things that I want to see that you can deal with. Because if you can deal with both of those, I know you're going to be able to get a lot of north-south chokes. You're going to have a very high finishing percentage of your north-south chokes. So after we've established you can pin and then you've got a good north-south choke. This is where now I would start looking to add another attack. And the attack I prefer is the Komora. I really like working my north-south, uh, excuse me, my Komoras off of my north-south attacks. And so a lot of times you'll be able to really work a good dilemma between the north-south choke and the guy trying to get up on his side. Because what a lot of people will do is if you imagine I'm attacking the north-south choke, I've just passed the guard to the left. So just imagine I pass to the left or you can think of it as the strong side, side control. And I start to go for that north-south choke on that side. What a lot of people do is they'll take their left arm and they'll try and connect it to your shoulder or your face and they'll try and do a big bridge right there to bump you off. Well, when they do that and they try and use that arm, Getting the Kimura grip is insanely easy. It's the counter you need for when guys try and get to their side in that position, especially when they try and use that arm, because honestly, that's what they're supposed to do. And so if they're not willing to stay flat on their back, they're not willing to let me get that north-south choke, I'm going to look for the north-south Kimura grip. Now, when somebody's flat to their back, that's the time I see guys. So sometimes I'll see guys that don't have a north-south choke. They're trying to grab Kimura grips when somebody's flat. And it's almost impossible. It's very, very difficult to get a meaningful Kimura grip when your opponent is flat on his back. You want to expose one of the limbs. And the best way to do that is, oh, okay, I'm going to use the attack. I'm going to use the, the north-south choke attack to get you to get up on your side. And from there, punching in a Kimura grip is super easy. And so I want to see that you can work those two things off. To me, that's the beginning of a high-level north-south system and a really a high-level attack system from that position. So the fourth thing, after you know, I see that you can work your north-south choke and your Kimura, getting the Kimura uh, from that position, um, the fourth thing I want to see is that you can take the back. I think at this point, especially in no gi, you have to be able to take the back off of your Kimura grips and you need to be a master of it. And so I would tell a student to spend a lot of time to uh, working their chair sits off of the Kimura grip. So I'd first spend a lot of time working those back takes like, okay, you got the Kimura grip, find the back. You got the Kimura grip, find the back. And then after they got comfortable doing that, I would tell them to start then thinking about getting the arm bar off the Kimura or putting them in that second, even that second or third layer of the dilemma in that, okay, now I've got a Kimura grip and I'm going to put you in this spot where I can go for rear triangles, you know, kind of that halfway point between taking the back and getting an arm lock. I love playing that position because I can, again, throw so many more attacks. I can throw the rear triangle. I can throw... Uh, I can just take the back and look for the rear naked choke. I can go straight to the arm bar. I can start going for arm crushes. There's just so many different attacks. And I love playing that as kind of the secondary system of like, okay, I use my north-south choke to get the Kimura. And then that Kimura, I'm going to send you through a whole nother system. And so 
Look, if you were a white belt student and you just were wanting one attack to start with, I'd, I'd start with, okay, let's start with the north-south choke. And you see as you develop and after you spent, you know, six months, we'll say, or even a year, or if you're just a more advanced blue or purple belt, I'd want you to get this system in this order to go from the north-south Kimura to the back takes and the dilemma that the back takes provide. Now, the fifth thing, and you'll see this a lot in my instructional, is just taking the back without the Kimura grip from the north-south position or from the north-south threat. So there's a couple of different grips and attacks that I like to play that I honestly feel are pretty unique. I haven't seen a lot of people teach these, you know. Most of the time when you see back takes, especially, you know, whether it's on YouTube or, you know, back takes I've seen taught uh, for most of my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu journey require some type of seatbelt control, some type of gift wrap, some type of Kimura grip. Well, sometimes guys are so locked down they're so defensive that exposing a good grip or, you know, like a good grip to take the back or a good back control, you know, so then you can jump into that seatbelt and then put in your back control can be really difficult. And so as I got better and as I started having a lot of success, I found a lot of people started, you know, again, like I said, kind of in that blue belt. Um, you know, that blue belt trap podcast is a lot of people started then going, well, I'm just not trying to get tapped this round. And they would really hunker down on defense. And so there's been a couple of different back takes that I've kind of explored and developed that have worked out beautifully for when guys are kind of in that, I don't want to say fetal position, but kind of, you know, they're kind of more in a ball. They're keeping their arms in super tight. There's a waist grip and a meat hook grip that I really like that give you so much leverage that you can just pull even the biggest guy into a back take. And so that's kind of where I would take the system next is, look, you're having a lot of success here. People are scared. They're not even thinking about escaping your north-south. They're thinking about just surviving. And if they survive, they consider that a huge win. And so that's where I would take, that's kind of the, the sixth thing that I would take guys through or that I'd want you to get from this instructional is how do you deal with, or you can, again, your checklist, hey, how good is my north-south position? That's the question I would ask you is, well, how do you open up an opponent that is playing super defensive from your north-south? They're trying to just defend your north-south. How do you open them up? And so those back takes are, that's how I like to do it, but there's other ideas, you know, you can start doing some of the more mean, more of a catch wrestling type where, you know, you're putting your elbows, you're putting your chin into some of the soft spots that make guys move. But I prefer to use movement rather than pain to force reactions. Um, but again, the, the pain, it works just as good. So again, you don't have to do it the way I'm doing it, but the way I do it is honestly, it's been working really, really well for me. Now, the seventh and final skill that I would really look for to, if I considered somebody a master at the north-south position would be their ability to find the north-south and especially the north-south choke off of transitions, whether it's reverse neon bellies, whether it's rolling Camoras, whether it's guillotines. Think Marcelo Garcia. I mean, the way Marcelo finds his north-south off of his transitions is just, again, it makes him a master at the position. And anytime I'm looking at a guy and seeing how good they are at an actual technique, so whether it's arm bars, rear naked chokes, it doesn't matter, I look to see can they find that position, can they find that attack during a multitude, a variety of transitions. And so for me, I'm attacking the north-south from a bunch of different positions. 
I'm one step or two steps away. I feel like all the time from getting the north-south choke. All I'm looking for is you to get those shoulders on the mat and I can hop in. I don't need you to be stationary. I don't need to pin you from side control and then pin you from north-south to get the north-south choke. I can get it off of my guillotine. I can get it from my guard. I can get it off of sweeps. I can jump right in. And that takes a lot longer because you have to be very, very, very comfortable with the position. You have to know that position like the back of your hand because during the transitions is usually when positions get sloppier. It's a lot easier to escape during transitions, especially transitions that, you know, really require a lot of movement. So you think about going from even just a guillotine from your guard to a north-south choke. There's a lot going on there. And one little mistake could be the difference of you getting the submission and the highlight and you not doing it. So that's kind of always the thing I'm preaching to guys. You know, it doesn't matter what position you're trying to master or what technique you're trying to master. It's like, look, getting and flowing into them from multitude and a variety of uh, transitions, that's what's going to happen last. That's going to be, you know, kind of what really separates you from the guy that's just you know, hey, I'm pretty good, like me. I've actually been messing around with omoplatas. Like, I've got a decent omoplata. I've been using it a lot more over the past six months, but I am nowhere near a level, like a master level omoplata guy. Like, I have like one or two setups. I can't really find it in space. And that's something Brandon's always kind of preaches. Like, can you find this technique in space? Can you find it out of like, you know, from nowhere? And that's something that I just want you guys to think about whatever your favorite technique is. Like you'll be able to, you'll be able to recognize like, oh man, you know, I've been doing darts chokes for four years now. I'm sure you're finding the darts choke from just crazy positions. You can just see it, right? And that's kind of what, you know, you hear guys say is like, I just see it. I don't know. I just see it. I can see this technique. doesn't matter how chaotic the match gets. I can find this technique. I can just see it out of nothing. And that's what I want you guys to get from the north-south choke. You know, if you start to try and learn and you get the north-south instruction and you fall in love with this position, I want you to be able to find the north-south choke from everywhere, from any attack. You know, you can pair it with any attack. The one common thing you're looking for is, oh, okay, the shoulders are on the mat. Once their shoulders, they try and hide their back to the mat, whether it's an omoplata. You know, Marcelo would use uh, his north-south choke off of his omoplata. And that sounds crazy. And I remember when I first was looking into the north-south choke, I was like, how does an omoplata connect with the north-south choke? But it makes perfect sense. When guys roll out and they try and get flat to their back to get their arms safe from the omoplata, you can hop right in and you can change that angle right into a north-south choke. So there you go, guys. That's my list of what I'm looking for when I'm trying to help a student or help a student progress in their north-south attacking system. And that's kind of how I structured the instructional. So if you bought the instructional, I want you to think about this, you know, this podcast and maybe listen to it once or twice, especially after you've watched and you've been experimenting with the instructional, going out there, testing the techniques that I'm showing, you know, take yourself through this, you know, can you pin? If you can't pin all the other stuff, not going to happen. But after you pin, really work on your north-south choke. Then work on your Kimura, then Kimura to back takes, and then back takes off of like having no grips. Can you find it in transitions? Telling you, you guys are gonna love the instructional. One last call, purchase it, you will not regret it. Until next time, guys, I love and appreciate you. You guys are the best. Peace.